Homesteadic, episode 86. Hopefully you're having an incredible day today, whatever day you're watching or listening to this podcast. My name is Alex Light with Sparky3. I got both the boys here with me as always. Zach, John, how you boys feeling this wonderful Saturday? Doing good. Can't complain. Nice and warm. Not snowed in. <laughs> it is very nice and warm, yeah. Possible, you know, not possible. Thunderstorm's coming soon. Got that going on. It, it'll be here in like, you know, a couple, couple hours. We're supposed to be here like two hours ago. It'll be here in a couple hours. John, how are you feeling today? I know you're just wanting to get back to Lost Ark right now. Yeah, I don't necessarily need to get back to it right now. A little upset about the healing thing? What? A little, little upset about the, the healing thing with the grind that you were talking about? Wish you would have grinded more or whatever? Well, it would have been nice to would have been nice to be bolt and ready this week. Uh, but, you know, it is what it is. It'll it'll be there in a, in a week or two when I can actually get there. <laughs> the, the grind never stops. This man literally just jumps between Rocket League and... Uh, and, uh, and and uh, Lost Ark. And it was funny. You know, I called you earlier or whatever to chat with you about the script stuff. Yeah, it was in a game of Rocket League. I know. As soon as he did not answer, my first instinct was, let's go hop over on Steam real quick. He's in Rocket League. That makes sense. <laughs> it's like, all right, that makes sense. I called you back when the match ended. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I appreciate that. Uh, all right. So for today's episode, we'll be chatting about the PlayStation Plus revamped game list. We did get the first initial batch of games that's going to be coming out for it. Uh, we knew this was coming soon because I think the first wave of this rebrand starts like next week for other countries it, you know, yes. it didn't come to us till mid-june so we did get the first wave there we're gonna chat about that we're gonna chat about konami remembering they own silent hill we won't we won't spend a shit ton of time on that because we should have chat about that last week but we missed it because that that news apparently came out like late friday of last week uh we'll still chat about it here today and then uh there was some news that popped out yesterday that apparently ea was almost about to merge with another company and it's like possibly looking for a purchase uh, a couple other little tidbits of information as well that we'll be chatting about and we're gonna have our weekly wrap-up that we're gonna have at the end of the show introducing that here today gonna keep that moving forward uh, if you could, go check us out at our website, sparky3.com. You sign up for free or sign up for five bucks a month. Uh, get early access podcast episodes, sparky3shop.com. We do have a promo code right now, A-N-N-I-V. Here's 25% off to celebrate two years of everything Sparky3. And lastly, go follow us over at Twitter, at GameStaticPod. We definitely appreciate that follow so you can stay up to date. Well, if you, you can stay up to date not only with our show, but pretty much everything in the gaming industry because I, I do a really decent job like re- retweeting everything that kind of pops out. Yeah, so it's, more a, or less. it's a good central source for everything gaming. Uh, all right. Well, with that said, let's go ahead and just jump into stuff, boys. All right. So let's chat about this uh, PlayStation Plus revamp. Let me just pull up the article because I was not about to type all this. <laughs> I, I started and I said, nah, let's not. Um, all right. So, of course, we've got the essential extra and premium tier, which the premium they're labeling is two different things on the article. It's like premium or deluxe. It's like they can't make up their mind on which one it's going to be. I don't know. But um, so the essential is basically what you already have now. If you got play, uh, PlayStation Plus now, that's what the essential plus, you know, the essential tier is, right? It's, it's just going to be, you know, you get your couple month free monthly games that pops out. You know, you'll get discounts. You know, that, that's about it. Nothing, nothing, nothing more. Uh, now, the extra tier is where you start getting, like, the large catalog of games, which is pulling a lot from, of course, what PlayStation now already had, as well as adding some others. I won't run through this entire list, but I will run through some pretty notable ones. Uh, Bloodborne being on there, Concrete Genie, Days Gone, uh, Death Stranding, and Death Stranding Director's Cut. Keep in mind, those are two different games because it's four consoles. I think Director's Cut is only on the PlayStation 5, if I remember correctly. Uh, Demon Souls, uh, Ghost of Shima Direct- Director's Cut, God of War, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, Infamous First Light and Second Sun, Little Big Planet 3, uh, both the Spider-Man games, uh, let's see, Returnal, Shadow of Colossus, uh, The Last Guardian, Last of Us Remastered, Last of Us uh, Left Behind, Until Dawn, Uncharted Drake Collection, Uncharted 4, Uncharted Lost Legacy, uh, and that's all, of course, from the PlayStation Studios. And then looking at the third-party partners, we have like Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Batman Arkham Knight, Celeste, City Skylines, Control Ultimate Edition, Far Cry 3 Remaster, Far Cry 4. Uh, no, Far Cry 5 or 6, though. Um, For Honors on there, Final Fantasy 15, Hollow Knight, Guardians of the Galaxy, Mortal Kombat 11, NBA 2K22, Outer Wilds, Red Dead Redemption 2, good one there, Resident Evil, which I, that's just the remake, right? 
Just Resident Evil, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, Soul Calibur, uh, and then The Division. The, the, again, these are just notable ones. I mean, there are, there are some others on there. Uh, we, you know, with this whole uh, deal going on, it's the Ubisoft Plus is essentially being added. That's why you you know heard like the Valhalla. You heard the couple of uh, uh, Far Cries and stuff, which, again, if we're going to be adding in Valhalla, and the Ubisoft Plus is going to be on there. I was kind of confused. Like, why isn't Far Cry 6 on there? You know? Or maybe even just Far Cry 5 or even Until Dawn or Primal. You know? Just, uh, granted, they picked out two of the best Far Cries. Don't get me wrong. But I, don't know, I thought that was kind of strange. Um, but Ubisoft Plus being kind of included in there, similar to the EA, uh, EA Play being mm-hmm. included with Game Pass, I think is a pretty good deal. Uh, and then lastly, the premium tier, which this is the one that we were... Very, very curious about, as everyone was, you know, because this is the one that was supposed to have all the classic games. Yeah. Uh, kind of a shorter list than I thought was that was going to kind of kick things off, you know, per se. You know, so just some that's on here is like Ape Escape, Hot Shots Golf, um, IQ Intelligence, um, Jumping Flash, Siphon Filter, uh, Mr. Driller, Tekken 2, uh, two couple Worms games. You know, then we have like some remasters here, like Ape Escape 2, Dark Cloud, Dark Cloud 2, uh, all the Jack games. So that's pretty cool. Jack's been kind of dead for a while. Um, Wild Arms 3, uh, Bioshock remasters on there, Borderlands uh, collection, uh, Lego Harry Potter collection, uh, Kings of MLR. You know, then we also have some PS3 games that have, you know, of course, available via streaming, like the original Demon Souls, Infamous 1 and 2. Um, the Ratchet, Ratchet and Clank games from the PlayStation 3, but none of the ones from the like PS2 or anything like that. Uh, Fears on there, Red Dead Redemption, Undead Nightmare, but I thought that was funny they included that specifically, but not the first Red Dead. I thought that was kind of interesting. It was weird. For whatever reason, a lot of people played Undead Nightmare over just Red Dead. Uh, and then also, I thought I saw this on here, and I immediately thought of you. One of uh, one of your top fifty games to play, Enslaved Odyssey to the West. I saw that on there. I mean, it's a good game. Yeah, shout out to that. Devil May Cry Collection. Um, so I mean, again, again, that's just kind of like the notable stuff. They do have a breakdown with the time limited game trials as well, which is only available for the premium tier. Uh, the only things that's on here at the moment is like the Uncharted Lost uh, Legacy of Thieves, uh, Horizon Forbidden West, Cyberpunk, uh, WWE 2K22, Tiny Tina Wonderslands, and Farming Simulator 22. Uh, they go in more detail that games are going to be added regularly and stuff like that. And like I said already, Ubisoft Plus is kind of included in this. So with this list of games, boys, what's your uh, like uh, initial like knee-jerk reaction to this? Like, What's your initial thoughts when this kind of came out? Do you want to add on there, though, before we move on, is that launch for this is for as it says uh may 24th for asia in general right right japan for june 2nd north and south america june 13th europe australia and new zealand june 23rd okay thank you um so w- what is you guys' initial thoughts and one thing that i was curious about because i kept i kept thinking about this and it was something that you said john when we last chat about this where it's like initially like when this whole revamp was kind of like leading up where it was still project spartas spartacus like neither of you guys had like a ton of interest in it but i remember john you were saying it's like now you're getting kind of curious and it's going to come down to what it is and like me and you were kind of in the same boat on that but now i'm curious if you and i are in the same boat where you're just like i don't really give a shit about the premium tier right now well, i I said initially I I didn't have like I had no interest in moving up and I was like, well, I guess it'll depend on the game list yeah, yeah. W- eventually when it comes out. And yeah, at this point I could say I have no interest in it. See, that's how I feel. Like I will say I think the extra tier would be the way to go. Like, you know, if you have if there's any form of interest in like maybe if there's some games on that extra list that you'd want to play, I feel like right now at launch extra tier has the best value like by far premium just doesn't really have it i will also say this i did see this uh the other day that i saw at least one of the games did confirm that it was going to have trophy support like the classics okay so that would lead to believe that i think everything else will also have trophy support so uh zach what about you what's your kind of initial thoughts on this just like don't give a fuck because like i'm kind of in the don't give a fuck realm there are some games in the extra tier it's like i would like to play that and not have to you know buy the game itself but that's kind of where i sit on it I mean, I'm in the unique position where I have on the old consoles, and I at least have areas where I know I can pick one of these up, if not all of them, if I need to. And any of the games that piqued my interest on that list of how to go, I might get premium just to play that. I own. Right. Now, I, mean, I don't even have a PlayStation Plus membership now, so I really don't care. Right. See, it's one, it's one of those things where it's like, I will say, when this comes out, 
there's a decent chance that I'm probably going to get the premium tier because there are things that I want to be able to test out to talk about for the show. Mm -hmm. Because the main thing is I do want to test out the streaming for the PS3. Because obviously that's been such a hot topic. That's going to be the big thing just because the streaming, at least with PS Now back on PS3 and PS4, the streaming's terrible. Yeah. So, like... I may, I may I may take one for the team and just go ahead and get the premium, but I don't have interest in it, you know? But I, I, I do really want to try out the streaming and see how it is so I can talk about it here on the show. And there, there, I mean, there are some games that I'd probably play from the PS3 catalog, but, like, it's like... I will also say, looking at the catalog, I was, like... I was really disappointed from the lack of PSP support that we thought was going to be. There was one PSP game, I think. Yeah. And that that's it. Like, that, that was really... That was disappointing, man. PSP is great. It's got a lot of good shit on there. I mean, the one thing I'll be real curious to hear about you if you are going to get that premium is how the time trial works. Okay. Being able to time games. Because it says you get about two hours worth of game time when you're actually in-game. But does that qualify as actually in the main game itself? Or can you accidentally screw yourself if you start a game and get stuck at the title screen but have to walk off somewhere? See, that's a good question. That's and that that was a question that was uh, talked about quite a bit when that was announced because a lot of people were were asking, was Sony or even the developers' of games were they going to have to make like special demos for this and put on you know what I mean? Because yeah. there are some games where it's like you really don't get into the game maybe. Yeah. So like that was a hot question that was coming out when like, this happened. For some games, like you'll spend the first two hours mostly in cutscenes and maybe get to play 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. So you may not get a feel for it. Yeah, I'll, I'll hop into one. Uh, you know what I'll do? What I'll, what I'll do for the time trials is I'll hop into one of the games that I haven't played, whatever, so I can mm-hmm. kind of get a vibe for that. And then I'll also do the time trial for Horizon since I have played that, so I can tell you personally how much it differs from the actual game or if it's the exact same. Because based on the games they have initially for that time trial, the ones I'd be mostly worried about initially would be um, Uncharted. Yeah, the Lost Le- Legacy of Thieves, whatever. Yes. Because that's the one with the three original games, Jess. Or is that the fourth game? I forget. That's like the spinoff, isn't it? Is it Leg- the spinoff? Well, Legacy of Thieves? Let me look. I don't remember. I never played the whole Uncharted series. And then uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderland. Because I know some Borderlands tend to get bogged down a little with initial cutscenes, which if you don't care about it, you can usually skip, but they can get a bit bogged down with you walking around and cutscenes before you actually get into the main bulk of the game. Legacy of Thieves collection is Uncharted 4 and Uncharted The Lost Legacy Remastered. Okay, that's, that's so it's 4 in the spinoff. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And which 4, I think, actually does have a fair bit of opening scenes and whatnot for setting up for the story, so I'd be quite slightly curious about that as well. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll try that out. Because like I said, I, I probably will bite the bullet on this and go ahead and try it. Um, just because I, I, I am very curious about how some of these are, and I, yeah. I want to see it firsthand. So if like the time trials, uh, I'll do Horizon for sure, and I'll do Cyberpunk since I know how those start, and I'll see how different they are. And then I'll I'll, I'll jump in like Uncharted to kind of fulfill your curiosity there. But I will say this, like, you know, if if anyone's wanting to get, like, a PlayStation 5 here soon, like, you know, you don't have, like, a large, you know, maybe you didn't play, like, a lot of PS4 or whatever, the, getting getting this and getting the extra tier has stupid good value. Like, I mean, legit, it does. Like, our friend Josh, for example, you know, he had a PS5 a few months back. Yeah. Um, you know, he missed an entire generation of gaming with the Xbox One and uh, the PS4. So, it's like, I told him up front, it's like, yo, like, the extra tier is, like, for you. Because like there's so much value there. Because I mean, he doesn't have any games to begin with, uh, and that's where the value's gonna. That's where the the value's gonna come in is for gamers like that. I will say one thing I'm very curious about is what the hell are they gonna do? Because I don't I don't know if I missed it. I don't know if it's in this article. But what the hell are they gonna do with that PS Plus collection? Is it just gonna stay there, or is this gonna kind of get merged into stuff? Because the PS Plus collection was something they launched. Um, at the start of the PS5, just if you had PlayStation Plus, you could have access to all these games. And I, it was also because of that, they didn't have a lot of games at launch. So this is their way to give you more. I it, would assume it would still just be part of it. as For far, like the essential tier? As far as I'm concerned, based on seeing as you said, as long as you have PS Plus. You had it, yeah. And from everything they've said, if you have PS Plus, anything oh, along with that just becomes PS Essential. Right. See, I would assume that it would remain. You know, it's just I know some of the games on there is like what's in the extra tier. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's where I'd be kind of curious. Like, are they just going to scrap this? Or because I mean, all it really is is like just a nice little uniform collection of a lot of games they've released monthly over a period of time. Like, that's all it is. Well, I mean, the at least in my mind, the 
which people may get salty about it. I mean, based on how they're putting that, the games you're saying are overlapping that are in the extra tier, they may just switch that to a library of extra, but keep the rest of the catalog there. Right. Yeah, because, I mean, they they probably won't change it. If anything, they'll they'll do it the exit and kind of just move them over to the extra tier. Yeah. But at the same time, that, that catalog is mostly, I mean, that's for the PS5, right? Uh, the catalog that I broke down? Yeah. Or no, no, like the P- the PS uh, Plus PS, catalog. PS Plus catalog you were talking about. Oh we, yeah, that's that's PlayStation Five only. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, if they if they, I mean, if they move that to like the extra tier, the only thing that's, I mean, the only people that's really affecting it are the PS Five owners, because if if you're already getting the extra tier, you're not one, you're not going to notice it. Yeah. And two, like people that are still on PlayStation Fours aren't going to notice it either. Yeah. True. True. But yeah, I mean, you mentioning that like the extra tier is probably like the the way to go, the best bang for your buck. I mean, that may be true, but at the same time, I'll personally, I'm probably gonna just stick with the essential tier, right? And then, like, if I if I get into a mode where I'm like, there's a few of these games I want to try out for the month, just upgrade for the month, and then play them then. Which is probably a pretty good play as well, or just like pick up a. A membership at Black Friday time because I always go on sale anyway. You know that's when I always get mine personally. I think they're gonna have cards out for all the different tiers. That's a great question, actually. I don't know. Initially, I would say they they would almost have to, but right, it's like it, that's gonna get confusing in store I mean, for will. people that are just picking it up for like their kid or something. If they're not there right, or right. If they want to get it, it's like they're not gonna know the. Like, the average person who just walks in and doesn't pay attention to the subscriptions, they're not going to know the difference between essential versus premium or or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, essential, extra, and premium. Because, I mean, right now they have the different card. Well, they did have the different cards of, like, one month, three month, and year. Yeah. So I assume it would be, if they do do the cards, it would be the same thing price point-wise. It would just be the... Yes. Essential extra premium. That'd be, yeah, that'd be a lot of cards. Yeah, because you. I mean, Before they had six cards on the shelf. They yes. had uh, the three for PlayStation. Now that they discontinued and pulled those end of last year. Yeah. And now they still have three different cards on the shelf for PlayStation Plus. So I imagine those will probably start coming down soon at stores. If I had to take a guess, but that'd be a lot of cards. Now that you mention it, that would be a lot of cards to have on the shelf. Holy shit! So it would make me almost curious if they would just have a. St- standardized thing of a card is just this many months for just a standard tier. But I mean, if they really feel like it, I could definitely see them having freaking nine cards for <laughs> different <laughs> lengths of times for each freaking edition. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe they'll just put select cards in certain stores. That's also a good point. They could maybe, because I mean, honestly, I feel like the one for sure that will be in stores is going to be that year membership because yeah. they're going to really try to push you to commit to a year. You know what I mean? So I feel like that's the one that will for sure be in stores, but maybe after that, maybe just like a one month. And if you want to opt for the three month, you can just do that on your system. You know what I mean? So I don't know. We'll, that'll be, that'll be, uh, that'll be, we'll see how that goes. But I will say like, as time goes on, I think I mean, I genuinely believe that premium tier is going to have an insane value, but it's just going to take time. Yeah. I mean, I like to look back at the Nintendo Switch Premium. It's starting to look really nice nowadays. It, yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. Well, part of what I was thinking with it is kind of along the lines of your thought process. Of I'm looking forward to six months or a year from now when that catalog looks more of what we thought it might look like. Because, like you said, there may be, there was like what one PSP game on there. You said? Only one. Yeah. Which so, that's so upsetting. So <laughs> it, it, it'll be interesting to see how much it grows in the next year. Speaking of, of the N sixty four, they just released Kirby Star Allies. Yeah, there was one more game they announced uh, a back initially that hasn't come out yet. Do we remember what that last one is? Nope. Okay, I'm trying to find it. Yeah, because I just saw that they released an N sixty four Kirby game on that the other day, and I was like. That's a fun game. I don't know what the last game is. I'm going to have to do some digging. Uh, Let's see. Oh, Pokemon Snap. Who gives a fuck? (laughs) All the people who bought Pokemon Snap knew. You know, 
Pokemon Snap, like the more and more I thought about it, because I was just like, do I want to do I want to pick that up for my collection, whatever? No. I'm just like, you know, yeah, I have some nostalgia for it, but now the more I think about it, the more I just realize that game fucking sucks. I mean, I'll, I'll look, I'll, I'll I'll say the hot take here: that game fucking sucks. Like, it's not that great of a game. I don't see why people like it so much. I mean, it was literally a cash grab thing of people, of kids being like, oh, I can see all these Pokemon that I never catch in my game, and you know, right, and now we're older and go, why the hell? But Nintendo got away with it again. I know. With, Poke- well, with well, new Pokemon Snap. No, we say, why the hell? Everyone else goes, ooh, picture a Pokemon. But I will say this. New Pokemon Snap is the most beautiful Pokemon game that's ever come out. Like, that is a... Like, bro, that game, the graphics is unbelievable. Like, for a Pokemon game. Look at what it's up against. It ain't got a lot of competition. Hey, don't... don't He's got you there. I mean, that's true. Sword and Shield was... You know, had N64 trees, but, you know, <laughs> besides that, it wasn't that bad. You know, Legends Arceus, eh, it's better. You know, it doesn't have 64 trees, well, so it's cool. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's better close-up. Yeah, <laughs> that you that's can't, fucking you true. Can't, you can't look at anything more than about 30 feet in front of you. That's true. That's true. No, new Pokemon Snap does look great, but you're right. The competition is not very stiff, but it does still is a very beautiful game. Um, but no, uh, this, the value for this thing, I think will just increase over time. And that's what I'll be looking forward to is what, you know, number one, like what else is going to kind of start to come? What are they going to kind of dig into? How often is it going to be coming out? Um, like, is it, can we expect like monthly titles kind of like what Nintendo was doing? Well, it says in that article that they're plan on doing a rotation change every first Tuesday of a month. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So I wonder what they do now with PS plus. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yep, yep. And actually, yeah, now that you mentioned that, that is what they were talking about for, like, actual batches of games coming out for the extra and premium, right? Okay. The premium tier is going to be the big question mark. Is how, how often are we going to see batches of old games coming in? Is it going to be that every Tuesday? Because, I mean, like, for the extra tier, that's pretty easy, I feel like. You know, to just kind of bring in, like, some PS5 games that's been out for a bit or, you know, some PS4 games, whatever. But that premium tier is where it's going to be, like, the big question mark. Is it, like, how many games are going to come out, like, every month, you know? And, you know, how, how quickly are we going to kind of continue to build this catalog, especially like, for, like, PSP titles and stuff like that? You know, PS2 titles. Did we even have any, like, PS2 titles on here? Rogue Galaxy. Oh, okay. Actually, several. I could probably name them off for you. Okay. Let's see if I can spot it as well. Yeah, okay, so out of these classics, I don't know which one of these are PlayStation 1 or, or uh, original PlayStation, original PlayStation. So PS2 would be Jack 2, Jack 3, Jack X, yeah, yeah. Jack and Dexter, Rogue Galaxy, Siren, Wild Arms 3, Hotshot Tennis, um, Bulletstorm came out 360 PS3, Amalar 360 PS3. I mean, out of those classics, yeah, those are all the. And Abescape 2 was. That one was PS2, Hark the Lad. So actually, that whole list under PlayStation 2 was PS2, now that I think about it. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, well, like like I said, as of now, bang for your buck is extra tier. Uh, as time goes on, uh, you know, we'll see what uh, we'll see if the premium can kind of hold its own. And uh, like I said, I'll go ahead and honestly, I'll probably just go ahead and get the premium tier next month, uh, just to see how it is. You know, because I am very curious about the PS3 streaming. Um, you know, now that you you know talked about it more, I am very curious of the time trials. So I'll get it next month. I'll chat about it on the show. We'll see how it goes. See if it's going to be. Re- worth your time right now or not you know based on catalog i say no but (laughs) you know we'll see uh all right um moving on from there let's hit up the next topic we got lined up uh apparently konami remembered they had silent hill konami remembered they have a game congratulations to them because konami pretty much they 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 have fun with their slot machines Whatever, whatever, whatever they do over in Japan, like they, they just mobile games and that, yeah, yeah, that's all, that's all they do, which is so sad because like they have such a deep catalog of games that they just do nothing with, and everyone just begs for Konami just to be purchased or just to sell off the IPs, you know, to someone else. So it's just they like, make enough money off their mobile games. I and, know, yeah, slot machines. Yeah, just put it on the phone. Yeah, I know. That's probably what they did. Yep, and then fucking making money. Uh, but uh, last Friday, before we recorded the last episode, there was some images leaked for a brand new Silent Hill, which this would be the first one since I think 2014, 
2014, maybe. And I don't that even sounds right. I don't even think that was like a brand. Well, actually, no, that was right because the 2014, the last one I'm thinking of was just PT, yeah. the legendary PT. Bro, have you guys seen the prices for PlayStation Three consoles online that have PT installed? Probably on it? insane. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> I remember as soon as that game got canceled and uh, people found out it was removed. Prices shot up immediately. Yeah. If you've got a PlayStation 3 that's got the PT demo on it, that, that PlayStation 3 is worth a lot of money, <laughs> which For is insane. For whatever reason. People love PT. I, I've actually sat down and watched a playthrough of someone going through the PT demo. That shit is pretty horrifying. I mean, the I PT demo lie. is its own game in itself, surprisingly yeah, yeah. enough. Yeah. That's just natural Hideo Kojima doing his shit, though. That's fucking true. Uh, well, with the new images, uh, apparently they were copyright struck down, which obviously leads to believe that, okay, that that, that that's always a, a sure fire sign that uh, that's legit. Uh, apparently it's uh, going to be set in like the UK as well. There's no word on, you know, any sort of time frame on when it's going to be announced potentially next month, actually. As I've seen some insiders that we like to follow here, like Nate the Hate is one uh, that's talked about this. Jeff Grubb was another one that apparently Konami was actually going to reveal this last year mm. uh, at E3, and they pulled the plug for whatever reason the last minute. I don't know what show it was going to be a part of, maybe like just Summer Game Fest, I don't know, but uh, they pulled the plug on it, so maybe this E3 will get this announcement. Uh, but with all of this uh, Silent Hill stuff going down, apparently a Silent Hill 2 remake is also being done by Bloober Team, uh, which have done The Medium and Blair Witch. Uh, the... CEO of Bloober Team actually kind of commented on this, and his comment was like kind of like a telling comment that it's kind of true, you know, because like usually when we hear like these rumors that, oh, this studio's doing this, this person's doing this, they're really good at like, have, oh, I haven't been approached. I haven't been talked about. You know what I mean? Like, you know, they're very good at like very handling their business. This guy, all he said was, I cannot comment on the reports. I'm like, all right, so that kind of gives us the answer. All right, that's cool. Uh, and he's like, we'll make an announcement on our future project as soon as we can. I'm like, all right, yeah. So you're pretty much kind of confirming know, this. I don't, I don't know how that developer does. I mean, I know Medium was well received. How was Blair Witch? I remember it coming out. That was like, what, three years ago? Four years ago, maybe? And I, I thought it was received okay. Not like the level of the medium, but I thought it was received alright. Yeah, I completely forgot about that. Yeah, because I think it came out right before uh, Rona. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. Um, apparently, they're also going to have some Silent Hill spinoff games. It's going to focus on side stories. Apparently, that's also in development. I don't know if it's going to be by Bloober Team or not, but... I sent this over to Diaz, and he was immensely pumped up because I initially sent it to him like, are you ready for a new Silent Hill? And he's just like, what? <laughs> I'm like, I wouldn't bring you this information if I didn't think it was true. I didn't want to get your hype. I didn't want to get you super hyped for this. If it was going to be false. I will say out of all of this, a uh, new Silent Hill, it's obviously a big deal for Silent Hill fans, you know, with how long that's been dead, plus with how the PT thing kind of really got people super pumped for that potential of it. Yeah. Uh, but the Silent Hill 2 remake, I think, is a big win for the fandom, you know, because Silent Hill 2 is like heralded as like the best Silent Hill out there. Yeah, it's mixed. Yeah, it's back and forth. I know it's, I know Diaz has talked about it. It's one of his favorite games of all time. I know Silent Hill 2, It's you, depending on who you talk to and when they started the Silent Hill, it's usually 2 or 3 I usually hear about. So just quick update on the Blair Witch. It looks like it has 65 Metacritic, but an IGN rating of 8.8. 8. Okay. All right. And then the user reviews on it are about 4 out of 5. Okay, okay, so I did pretty well. See, the only thing that I've kind of seen online about with Bloober Team handling the Silent Hill 2 remake is, like, while the medium was received pretty well, apparently, like, there was some clunkiness to it, and there was, like, some kind of, like, uh, some bugginess to the game as well, and kind of got people a little concerned concerned about it, because, like, that seems to be, like, kind of their track history is, yeah, how, they, is how they handle that. Um, but I mean, it's good to see that Konami actually remembered they have an IP and making actual games for it, not just, you know, slot machines. Cause that, that's pretty much the most of what they do. I mean, they do mobile I mean, games, but those slot machines is their bread and butter. I mean, you, whenever they let Kojima go, they, the company specifically said that they were going to lean away from doing games and do their own thing. Well, glad they're coming back into the mix. Now the question is, are they going to come back in the mix with like Metal Gear or something? Probably not. Nope. Man, I mean, I'm not a Metal Gear fan, but like that's a franchise that if, if you're me, Brex, if you're gonna bring Silent Hill back into the mix, I feel like you got to bring Metal Gear back into the mix as well at some point, at least in my opinion. But I mean, like I said, it's good to see Silent Hills on its way back. I mean, I think I think I think that's just good for the industry. You know, I think that's good for fans across the board. 
you boys have any you know thoughts on this you know on, on this potentially happening? I know none of us are massive Silent Hill fans. I just want to definitely chat about it just a little bit, but we didn't have to dive too much into it, you know. I mean, um, for the people that are big on Silent Hill, I mean, looks like looks like the future's looking a little bit better for you right now. For once, I was about to say, if I'm going <laughs> to play a horror game, it has to be Fatal Frame. No, that's fair. That's fair. You've talked about Fatal Frame quite a bit. If I got to fight spirits, I'd rather kill them with pictures. <laughs> Wasn't there a new Fatal Frame that just came out recently? It was a remake. Okay. A yeah, because it came out of the Switch, didn't it? Okay, that's right. Yeah, yeah, it was in a direct. I remember that. I remember that. Uh, speaking of uh, Switch, got another trailer for Fire Emblem Three Hopes. Uh, this time over your Black Eagles. John, how you feeling about the appearance of your squad? You feeling good about it? Did you watch it? Why you got to ask that? <laughs> I sent it to you. Come on, why man. You, why you got to ask the question that's going to make him upset? I sent this to you. Because you sent me a lot of stuff. Because, John, he has expected oh you to God. have watched it. I ask knowing we need the important I was, question. I was gonna, hoping he, he that he up. actually watched it. He sent it to me. I, sent, I put him on the spot just now, I hoping. Saw, I saw that you had sent it this. As like the Black Eagle spotlight, and I was like, "Oh man, that's that's cool," and then I I moved on. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like I do most things that you send me. Oh my god! Uh, I even mentioned it earlier <laughs> when we talked on the yeah, phone. Yeah, we noticed we didn't talk about it very long. <laughs> See, I did just say it in passing. Yeah, <laughs> you asked the question that you're hoping for. Expecting I know. Things. I saw the look in his eyes, like well, I can bullshit. You, <laughs> you, you asked the question. Zach went is over there going. Of course, he didn't watch it. Did you watch? Did you you watch the first one? I though, watched did? the first one. Okay. Well, see, that's why I was giving. I figured it would probably be more of the same with different characters. I mean, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. That's but what since I assumed it was I didn't. since it was your squad, I was hoping. I threw out a prayer that he was actually going to watch it. It was all right, though. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the game looks decent from the last video that I watched on it. I mean, it's a Koei game, so I got to yeah. pick it up. It's like, it looked decent. It's kind of what I expected to mm-hmm. see when I when I watched the gameplay, of the, the first gameplay you sent to, to me of it. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it is nice to get the confirmation that pretty much everyone is playable. What the hell class is Petra? Yo, I was wondering that too. I they showed Pedro. And I went, there ain't a rogue and backstabbing shit. What is this bullshit? Yeah, I, I thought like, the same was thing. Was there a special class I missed? Are you talking about in Fire Emblem? Yeah, just assassin. Yeah, I was gonna say there wasn't a. There is a, like a small por- portion where it is assassin. Is there? Mm-hmm. Okay, it's the advanced class. Oh, okay. Yep, and it for Petra, at least in my opinion, uh, using her on three different runs. I personally think advanced, uh, like just leaving her at an assassin advanced class. I actually think that's the best thing for, because like it's one of those things. Like I, you know, I was telling uh, Christina this whenever she was like getting hard into it. Is like there are some characters that you really don't have to push to get to a master class. Like some characters are better off as an advanced class. Uh, and in my opinion, she's one of those characters. Um, she's better off as an assassin, in my opinion. Uh, she can be a uh, dragon rider, the ma- that master class, and she can do all right. But uh, I think I think that assassin's the best because I mean it's the same thing with like uh, like if you're doing blue lines like to do like don't 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 make yourself suffer and try to make him into um, uh, the great knight whatever in the master class where he's on a horse. Just leave him at fortress knight in advanced, and he's gonna be fucking fine. Everybody needs to be master. I, I I don't I don't waste my time with that. I did I did my first two runs, and that's when I learned that okay maybe this doesn't have to happen for everyone. See, I always decided I after my first run I'd be like I'm gonna do something weird, <laughs> like the, like how I you know saw those videos of uh, the dark mage Leone. I'm like oh my yeah. god, <laughs> what was the weirdest one you did again? You told me I think one. I don't remember what it was. It though. was a uh, Hilda as a white mage. God, that makes me so mad. <laughs> I made Hubert a uh, fuck. I forget what the master class, but uh, infantry swordsman. I forget what they're Mortal called. Mortal servant. Yeah. You made Hubert a. Yes. <laughs> it took fucking forever, but I did it. That's weird. That's very weird. It's when you go up against Hubert. It's like, oh, he's gonna cast magic. Why is there a sword in me? <laughs> 
Uh, designs for the characters look good, though. Yeah. Um, I thought Petra's... I wasn't a huge fan of whatever she was wearing, but other than that, the characters look good. I, 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 I liked Bernadette, Bernadetta's new design. I like that one quite a bit. You were to say something before I accidentally interrupt you. I apologize. I mean, personally, I like Petra's the most. It was the most striking oh, versus okay. everyone. It was. It, I will agree to that. It was the most striking. But then again, she is the, the uh, more or less the foreigner character. In the game, too. That's true. That's true. I, 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 out of all the characters, Dorothea was the one where it's like, okay, so you barely changed. Correct. <laughs> I do like how in the trailer, and when you finally watch this, you will appreciate this. There, it's like you you went through like you know the first like two or three, and then it got to Ferdinand. It was like a real build up for Ferdinand. Did you notice that? Yeah. It's like before it's just like a, a revealed like his like his art for it, whatever. It's like real close up on his face, like a super build up on him specifically. I'm like, John will appreciate that. <laughs> I'll watch the trailer at some point. I'm just glad they're saving the best for last, being the Golden Deer. That's what I'm ready to see. See how until we discover they added a fourth faction, the Ashen Wolves. And that's not the Ashen Wolves see, because it's a different timeline. Ashen Wolves can still be in the game. Don't see, be like that. The, the fun twist is going to be that the uh, Golden Deer aren't going to get a trailer. That would break my heart. <laughs> I mean, Golden Deer's my team, too. Would that be funny? <laughs> that would absolutely break my heart. They're going to get a trailer. Don't be like that. It's just Claude. <laughs> Claude is all we need. It's just Claude in all different classes. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. I'm cool with that. I love all I love all my deer, but Claude is the best character in that game, so I'm cool with it. Let's go. All right, all right. Let's uh, let's move over. Got a couple more topics to t- uh, touch on here. Uh, the first one, this is a rumor. I've, I've been seeing this rumor pop up quite a bit recently from a lot of different sources that I follow. Uh, and I'm pretty excited for it if this is true. Is uh, Apparently there's a rumor for a Gears of War collection that is expected to have like the exact same level of treatment as the Master Chief collection. Uh, and it's rumored for this fall. So what, what that basically means is like you go in and you can play all of the multiplayers all into like one playlist yeah. essentially. Or you can specifically choose Gears of War, Gears of War 2, Gears of War 3. Now from everything I've seen, it's pretty much the trilogy. That's all the rumors I've seen. I haven't seen anything talk about Judgment 4 or 5. It's pretty much just the original three, which that's cool because that was the golden age. So I'm cool with that. I'm very cool with that. Um, but, yo, if that happens, I would be very, very pumped for this. Um, and the, once I started seeing some more steam kind of gather on this, it, you know, it made me think back to my prediction of the Gear 6 announcement and release of the same year or whatever. And if this ends up happening, my new prediction is this will come out this fall as one of like their big fall titles, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then Gears of War 6 will be announced at E3 as well, like right after this, just for 2023 release. That, that's kind of what I'm feeling right now. But, I mean, I, I'd be very cool with this, you know, for the Gears of War collection. So I already sent this over to Brady as well, because me and Brady, man, we we would tear some shit up on uh, whatever whatever the doubles mode was called. It was called Wingman, I think. I don't yes. remember. I don't know what it was about me and Brady. There were there were some levels that we some maps we could not lose on. So I'm looking forward to this uh, being a potential because yeah. this is gonna be a pickup for me. I don't know. I played Gears of War exactly one time and I did not have any fun with it. That's so sad too. I mean, it was. I'm pretty sure you were there. I'm pretty sure I was. Yeah, I think I know. It was what just you're a late about. night run when we were hanging out at a friend's house one night to go pick up everybody's consoles to play it, and it played. We're, what was it like? We were playing doubles against each other or something? I think we were playing Wingman, then, which led to a bunch of people teaming up to do campaigns because... Because it, the people that had never played before, y'all put on teams with each other and just fucking annihilated us. <laughs> That's mean. You put the people that played it all the time and like played together all the time, and you were like, okay, we're going to be on a team, and then you two that have never played before are going to be on a team. It's like, great, I was alive for four seconds this round. <laughs> And I'm assuming that, you know, since that was the only time you play, that means you didn't do any of the campaign? Hell no. Okay. I will say, John, campaign is very good. And if you ever have any interest in it, I would be more than happy to play through the trilogy campaign with you. Because it is a very good campaign. I know you guys are going to continue to doubt me. You're going to continue to doubt me. John, it's on Game Pass. We can hit it up that way, and we'll have a good time. You don't even have to fucking buy the game. They're all on Game Pass. A lot of games on Game Pass. Shut up. I download a lot of them and don't play them. John, we can play through the Gears trilogy together on PC. It'll be a great time. I promise. It's a great trilogy. And we can, we'll probably be able to cut from about three months from now when I've had it downloaded. <laughs> Correct. And Alex will never have asked me to play. 
I will download it today. How's I, that? I probably won't. I know you won't. You got Lost Ark to play. We actually, you know, it's funny though. There is a, we we still need to finish Halo Five campaign at some point. Me, you, and Jared. Do we really though? That's actually a good question. I would. We say. did not have fun while we were playing that. That was a miserable experience. <laughs> I mean, we play. We were playing on legendary. It's our first time playing Halo Five. We just immediately jump on legendary, whatever. First time playing Halo in a while. But oh my god, that was an absolutely miserable experience. You know what? You know what? I think we. I think at the time we were kind of like, yeah, that's kind of irritating. Whatever. Uh, our our time that day ended because Jared's you know job at the time he was supposed to be off. Called him in. It's like, hey, you got to come in. You don't have a choice. And I, me and you were kind of irritated. It's like, oh come on, man. It's like you got the day off. Tell him to fuck off. Looking back on it, shout out to Jared's job because it saved us from that torture. <laughs> okay, it, there's, there's some games that it's like you play them on the hardest difficulty. And it's it's hard and it takes a while, but you're having fun. We just weren't having fun. <laughs> that's, the, game that's just, fair. the game just wasn't fun. That it, it was a rough experience. I am looking forward to playing Halo Infinite with you guys, though, whenever that finally fucking comes out. I probably won't. I probably won't either. Uh, you're not going to play the campaign, John? No, I said it probably won't come. Oh, okay. Well, I know. Uh, you know I was you, saying I probably yeah, won't I know, play. I know he, you he won't. Would, yeah, I know Jared is. The, yeah. the co-op won't come out. Yeah, that, that's the question is when the hell is the co-op going to come out? At this point, who knows, right? For John, the same time Digimon survived us. Look, Digimon survives coming out. You gotta, get, you gotta get off this. Okay, you're being sold by these screenshots. Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> I'm being sold by the release date. And how many release dates have already? I'm being back sold this by year? this release date. This you're is be- it. You're being sold by things that change all the time. That is true. It does. Remember, there's certain there's some games that are set in stone. That move. Fuck off. <laughs> Rip Starfield. <laughs> <laughs> Digimon Survive is, is coming out July 29th. If the game comes out, I'll play it. I'm just not convinced. And it's coming. It, it's they, And they change the words coming out on everything now, right? Because it was just PS4 and X, Nintendo Switch originally. I think we talked about it coming out on Xbox and stuff too, right? I don't remember. Okay. I think it's coming out on everything now. I could be wrong though. I don't know what I'm. I don't know what I'm gonna pick it up on. I haven't decided that yet. Famicom, fuck off, Zach. What were you gonna pick it up on? You just your PlayStation? Probably just PlayStation. Gotcha. Fuck off, Zach. All right, let's uh, move over to the next topic. Uh, actually, the last one before we get into the weekly wrap up here. Um, this really came out of fucking nowhere. Like legit, we've heard. I haven't personally heard any rumors about this about this at all uh, involving EA. Looking to like merge or get purchased. I've heard zero. Like we we joke about it. You know, everyone in the industry. Yeah. We we all joke about it for because it's EA. But I've heard nothing about it until there was just a random article that came out that apparently a deal between EA and NBC Universal where they almost merged. The deal fell through just last month, uh, and EA is still looking to be per- You know, looking to be purchased or merged. Um, I think merged is more so the way they're wanting to go, kind of like an Activision Blizzard sort yeah. of thing. But they've also had conversations with Apple, Amazon, and Disney. Like, bro, this like we, we joke about this, but this came out of nowhere. <laughs> like, this, this the news dropped out of nowhere that the deal just fell through, and it it also I saw some people chat about this as well, where it's a move like this potentially happening. Everyone's pointing back to like some interview Phil Spencer had, I think, right after the Activision Blizzard news came out, right? Okay, where he name dropped. Amazon and Disney as future massive competitors in the gaming industry. Okay. So a lot of people are circling back to that now, or it's just like, oh, so maybe this is what he was referring to. Amazon still has it rough, so I'm still that, waiting on that. Hey, now, hey, we're doing just fine over in Lost Ark right now, okay? <laughs> Don't shake your head. They're doing, doing fine. They're doing fine. <laughs> we just got an update. <laughs> I mean, one for three, track record's not great. No, that is fair. Right. It's two for three that are still active. Yeah, and th- th- there's people out there, not a lot of them, but they still play New World. I mean, they do. <laughs> no, but that's why I specifically said Lost Ark. We're doing fine <laughs> for now. For now. <laughs> but uh, what were you guys' initial thoughts at this when it popped out, and who do you think could be the one that's going to really step up to the plate to pick up EA? And I'm wondering why EA wants to be purchased. Because, I mean, like, while we meme on them, they they do fine, honestly. Like, cause they're live service games, they do fine. So I was, when I heard I was curious this, about this. When I first heard this, all I could think was, 
E A than just freaking <laughs> big head mode of all these different characters from these other companies. Right, right. That was my first initial thought. <laughs> just being honest. I didn't really have much of a thought. I was like, I mean, they're looking to merge with someone. It's like maybe they're it's like maybe they've got some plan behind the scenes that we just haven't heard of yet that they're like looking to get some maybe a, some bigger names in or like bring in bring some other like if they merge with say like Disney maybe they can bring in something Disney related in, into EA but at this point I I don't I don't have too much of an opinion on it cuz like you said they kind of do their own thing over there that is true. They do their own thing, and they do fine. That's why I thought it was just, like, fascinating. It's like, oh, why are they wanting to be merged exactly? Like, there, there's, I mean, there's something else about it, I feel like, that would make them say, want to leave that. I would assume there's some company thing going on there that yeah. only people who are in the know really know about it. I mean, if they merge, sure, we'll see what happens. Um, hopefully it's a merge and not a purchase. And EA will continue to do their thing and just with a extra name attached. Right, right. I guess that now leads to the question, uh, what's going to happen first, EA merging with someone or Ubisoft being purchased? I don't know. Can Ubisoft make loot boxes out of it? <laughs> Probably. Probably. I'd say of that, I mean, Ubisoft will probably end up getting purchased beforehand. Cause, They're in a rough spot. Because <laughs> while, while, while EA kind of does their own thing, I'm, People get a little annoyed with EA too. Yeah, true. It's like it's not the, it's like they do fine for themselves, but it's not the best name to attach yourself to. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, I, I feel like Ubisoft would probably be the one to be purchased first, just because of where they are as a company right now. Yeah, that and well, Ubisoft doesn't have like the biggest hitters all the time. At least, at least they're pretty consistent with what they're putting out. And they know how that's to do fair. live service like as they, well. That's true. Yeah, they 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 do their thing, but they do it. It's a, it's like they're one of the more consistent companies that uh, they've got their formula and they're going to stick to it. Right, right. Which uh, which also reminds me, I, I know I, I saw a recent um, article and it was like an interview talking about like the uh, Sony Bungie movie yeah. that happened. And it was just further detailing how Bungie, like, they're just going to be owned by Sony so they can, you know, obviously work on, like, live service games for Sony and stuff. But, like, like Sony themselves are the ones that are still very much hammering, hey, we're going to leave Bungie alone. Like, they're going to get to go still be multi-plat, and they're still going to go do their thing. But, like, you know, they mo they mostly just wanted Bungie under the umbrella, just mostly to assist in the live service future that Sony's looking to do. But other than that, like, Sony is dead-ass adamant that Bungie can just continue to do whatever the fuck they want. So, I mean, that, that's cool, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a massive plus, so they're just going to continue to let them just vibe and do their thing. It'll be good for them. Yeah. All right, boys. Uh, let's hit up the weekly wrap-up here. Kind of run through here. If you guys got anything that you want to shout out uh, whenever I'm done. There is one thing I want to shout out. So, I don't know how. So, was there somebody in Saudi Arabia or something invested in Nintendo of America this week or something? It was the it was the country. Yeah, the country of Saudi yeah. Arabia yeah. invested in the Nintendo America. I'm glad you mentioned that. I actually forgot to add that to the script. So, <laughs> and so they invested and got like 5% of shares in Nintendo yeah. America. Yep. And there was a joke article posted by Hard Drive about them claiming that now since this investment has been made and they now own 5% of shares, none of the female characters in Mario Kart will no longer be able to drive. Oh. <laughs> I, saw, I saw this article. I thought that's what you were getting to. Uh, this article was, Hard Drive is such a meme. Hard Drive, this article is so well written because it goes on a whole thing of going... They're no longer able to drive, and people's like, before y'all have a backlash, we were already planning this ahead of time, <laughs> things like that. Had a fake uh, fan or player who's just like, yeah, and now you're also just going to take away their social rights and cover up their wrists and ankles and everything like that. And <laughs> so an executive saying, hey, Saudi Arabia is investing in everyone. EA, Ubisoft, Microsoft, you can't make games now without blood money. <laughs> <laughs> Then it ends with a very harsh think of just really stuck in him going. And there was also this sudden cancellation of the upcoming Metroid Prime 4. 
No. <laughs> no. Man, that that news got a lot of heat online. Just the, the Saudi Arabia yeah, thing. Yeah, that got a lot of heat. People were not happy about that. But I mean, at the end of the day, it's five percent. You know what I mean? Like it's just five percent. They're still like still like you know Japan or whoever owns it. Over, like yeah. they like they still are the majority. I think what this basically does is it's. I think it, all it is it comes down to is that Saudi Arabia is just trying to get more games in in their country. Possibly. Like, that, that's that's the base thing that I saw. Is that 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 was what people wanted? To do. I saw some people replying to it that are from Saudi Arabia, where someone, someone, you know, the initial comment was just like, you know, kind of like, oh, you know, why is people so upset about this, whatever? And someone responds like, because they think that we're still like living in the desert over here. <laughs> it's like people still think that we like live in desert or some shit. It's like we, it's like the guys like we live over here and we want games too. Thank you. It is. I'm like, oh, it is sort of funny how people got an open arms on it just because Saudi Arabia invested in everyone. And, oh no, there's gonna be changes. Yeah, exactly. No, they just want games too. <laughs> That's all it is. Is like the gamers just like, hey, it's a fucking pain in the ass to have to ship in a game from another fucking country. Yeah, you know, all the time to play anything because they don't have like eShop support. No. So like you know this move happening. There can finally be a Nintendo eShop in, in Saudi, Saudi Arabia. Arabia. Yeah. So that, that that's the big thing about it. Like I don't think the move's a huge deal I personally. Like, I just like the thought of people who saw this just pictured some someone from saw some prince or something from Saudi Arabia just kicking open the door Nintendo going, Make me games. <laughs> <laughs> and on me just going on here, what's wrong with you people? <laughs> All right, let's let's hop into the weekly wrap up. If you guys think of anything else to shout out, just shout it out. Uh, so the first thing that I wanted to wrap up here is uh, Witcher Three next gen upgrade is confirmed for quarter four after its recent indefinite delay. Uh, which you guys got to keep in mind with the indefinite delay. It's because CD Projekt Red was pulling that game, the like the up- upgrade for it, from a Russian studio that they no longer wanted to work with for obvious real world reasons. So them basically getting it from them, they just had to essentially figure out, all right, where did they leave off at? What do we have to do? So I guess the work wasn't too much far from being done. So quarter four set to be released. And I will say with that being the case, I might finally jump back to this game because I do own this game and I did try I played probably about five or six hours. And I didn't get super into it. But I, everyone just can, like Josh and Brady and other friends just continue to harp on me like, hey, dude, this game is incredible. You'll love it. I'm like, it was okay, but maybe, I don't know, maybe I'll try it again. When I mean, Witcher's had. like Skyrim for some people. Yeah, I think yeah. The Witcher 3 is, is considered by a lot of people to be the, like one of the greatest RPGs of all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Witcher 3 is at Skyrim level, and I mean, it's not for everyone. I'm going to be honest. I mean, Witcher 3 is a good game in its own right, but it's not for everyone. Just like Skyrim's not for everyone. Yeah, true. Right. Yeah. It's just because you never played it. It is for everyone. It's not for everyone. <laughs> Could be. Uh, all right. So next thing that we have here is uh, apparently you know keep something to keep an eye on. May have some uh, release dates coming soon. Um, there was a new Sony blog post recently detailing accessibility options in God of War Ragnarok, and history shows whenever Sony puts these out, the release dates for these said games follow soon after. Because I know a lot of people have been worried about Ragnarok recently because of the slew of delays we've had, where it's like oh. I've seen a lot of memes where it's like Ragnarok. You should better stay right there. Talking about in 2022, I still think this game's coming out this year. Uh, honestly, I think it's going to be a September range. I, 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 I keep getting a gut feeling it's going to be September for God of War, but we'll see. Uh, another one to be uh, keep an eye on is Marvel's Midnight Suns. It did get rated in Korea. Uh, that usually kind of starts to lead to uh, potential game release. You know, dates coming out, kind of like when Digimon Survive got rated, and then we got a release date. It got rated. Whenever it got, yeah, it got rated in Korea. Did it? Yeah, and then then it, you know, I plugged out in the show, and then John continued to say it wasn't coming out, and then like three weeks later, we got the release date. So, yeah, Marvel's Midnight Sun is still just slated for 2022 after the delay. So, make it, keep an eye on that. Make it some release dates here soon. Probably next month is what I, is probably what it'll be though. Did you want to ask coming out, John? You're the one who keeps saying it. I'm gonna keep hammering that fact. Like you can keep saying it all you want to. I will. I've already told you. If the game comes out, I'll play it. I just don't think it is. Uh, you're still convinced there's not a game. 
that, uh, which I think is funny. <laughs> All right. Uh, then the last thing I have here for the weekly wrap up is a bunch of new game announcements. Just something to keep an eye out for. Uh, the first up, uh, this is apparently going to be officially revealed on May 26th. Uh, for Ryu is officially announcing a new RPG that is coming for Switch, PS4, and PS5. It's currently been, been labeled as Project Try Try. I saw this announcement. Uh, like eight months ago, but there was really no details on it. I remember the initial announcement was, oh, Project Try Try, a new RPG for the Switch and stuff. It has Xenoblade-like characters, and that was it, right? And I was like, all right, well, whatever. Cool. Uh, just popped back up in the news. Uh, apparently, so here's the, here's the squad behind it, which is, which catches a lot of eyes for people. Uh, Xenoblade character designer is on this game. Uh, Bravely Default 2 and Octopath Rider is on this game. Uh, Chrono Cross and Trials of Mana world designers on this game, plus other developers that worked on the Pokemon franchise. So for RP for like RPG fans, JRPG fans, that's a pretty loaded lineup. I feel like so I, you know this is catching a lot of people's attention. So you know if you're a big JRPG fan, if any of those games I named you're a fan of, you know tune into May 26. Let's see what this game's all about. Uh, another one that was recently announced was Techland is working on a new AAA action RPG set in a fantasy setting, uh, being built to be fully next gen, and they've hired a bunch of devs from CD Projekt Red, Arcane, and Guerrilla Games. Uh, to work on this project. Uh, this is very early in development. I mean, when they made the announcement, it was with job listings, yeah. you know, like just fielding it out there, you know, you know, kind of like it was the, uh, uh, God, what was the big remakes that were set? That was recently announced, like where Rockstar was publishing it. God, what was it? Was it Max Payne? Yes, Max Payne, where it's like, you know, we just signed the contract. You know, it was what it was that it was setting out the feeler, like, oh hey, you want to come work on this? Kind of the same thing. I wanted to shout it out because like the initial art for it they showed looked really cool. And this is something that could catch some serious interest later yeah. on. And it, that also already sounds pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, you got you got a pretty good developer on it. You get I mean, you got a you know, got some good de- devs from some pretty notable franchises. You know, Witcher 3 and Cyberpunk devs were were name dropped. Of course, Gorilla's Horizon, so that's a good lineup there. Arcane's got a pretty good history. So, this this is something to keep an eye on. We'll fall back up on this. Uh, Greedfall Two: The Dying World was announced. Uh, Greedfall has a fucking cult following. Like, I mean, Greedfall was good. Yeah, like I tried it. I played about probably two or three hours of it. Uh, this was before it got the enhancement patch. Yeah. Um. So, I, I may go back and try this one again because it is on Game Pass, and I think the Game Pass version. I, I don't. I think it's the enhancement version. It is. So I may hop back on this and try it since it has been enhanced. I felt like it was a little clunky, which is like the kind of like the common complaint people had with the game. But at the same time, it's like it's like a really ambitious project from a not huge studio. So it's like people like the main thing people rave is like, yo, the characters are great. Character yes. interactions are yes. great. Like if you're a Dragon Age or Mass Effect fan, you'll love this game. You know, that was that was how it was recommended to me from a couple friends who are, you know, other Mass Effect fans that I'm friends with. They recommended this game to me. And it is like I give them massive props for like, you know, the smaller studio making the game they did. But now that it did get the enhancement, I may try to hop back into this and see how it is for me. Uh, Cause I feel like Greedfall two is just going to be like, I feel like it has the potential to be like, you know, here's Assassin's Creed, solid concept, kind of a, Kind of a mad game, and then Assassin's Creed 2 is just leaps above. You yeah. know what I mean? So I feel like this could be the same thing. Uh, and lastly, Norman Reed has recently revealed in an interview that he is working on Death Stranding 2. That got a lot of people talking this week. So a second Death Stranding set to come out. Not really surprised by that. You know, uh, won a lot of rewards. You know, it's Kojima. It's going to get a lot of sales because of that alone. His name's going to be on it. I mean, I, I'll honestly probably finally try Death Stranding since I'll have access to it. Uh, because... Look, I can play it for free. You know, I'll have the I'll have the PlayStation Plus premium tier, extra tier. I'll have access to director's cut. I'll play the delivery man simulator and see how it is. Go drop kick some robots. I will do that. Uh, did you guys have anything you want to throw in for the weekly wrap up? Any Lost Ark stuff you want to chat about? Anything on your side, Zach? You know, anything we want to throw into the weekly wrap up here? Multiverses is fun. Everyone uh, should yeah. play it when it comes out in open beta. Yeah, support the game. Cool, cool. Yeah, you're playing it right now. Yeah, I'll probably give that a shot. Cause you sent me that code, I'll probably get that a shot. Yes, uh, hear it a little bit. I mean, it's cross-platform. We can team up. Go wreck some shit. But yeah, I mean, this week we got our we got our uh, May update for Lost Ark. Got the Destroyer class, uh, new Legion raid, uh, Valton, which. I've been checking the forum post for it, and people seem to be fucking loving the the new raid. I've been reading, I was reading posts about people who were, who were 
doing like 12 hour poles of it try, trying to beat it uh because it's apparently it's the a massive step up from anything that we have so far but people seem to be loving it people seem to people seem to be enjoying the the new destroyer class and uh we've got another event going on right now that uh is i guess they're it's phrased as like <coughs> after party for essentially the little Mario Kart event we had a couple months ago where i mean you go to an island play you go to an island every hour and play play a song a few times for the first one and then you fight a big chicken as a chicken <laughs> but so you're having cockfights pretty much okay yeah you get to transform into either a chicken and uh and and attack it or you get to transform into a glass of beer and attack it. <laughs> <laughs> and then y'all were racing Mario Karts the last month? Uh, yeah, the last event we had was like an event Guardian Raid where you fought three of them at once and got like a stacking damage buff on it. But the one before it, it was basically like, it was kind of like a little Mario Kart race in a sense where you got transformed into these little animals and r- ran around a track, but... Like, you could drop bombs and stuff and then shoot, like, a missile to stun people. People liked that event a lot more than the Guardian Raid one, I think. Or a lot of people did because it, like, it didn't take as long as the Guardian Raid. And it was, like, it was just pretty straightforward to do. Whereas the the Guardian Raid, I mean, if you get, if, if everything went well, I mean, you could finish in under five minutes. But you got, it took longer to be able to buy out the shop than uh than the racing event and then this one you can do it like every hour on alts uh and pretty much buy out the shop in a day so it makes it nice for being able to get everything all righty you got anything else no uh i guess the only thing i have is my retro hunting i had quite the haul this week you don't get to make fun of him anymore. Listen. <laughs> listen. Yes. I'm, I'm locking that in at the top. <laughs> <laughs> this was a whole path. I started back in Thanksgiving you, you, and started retro hunting, and we've come full circle half a year later. <laughs> listen, uh, the only thing that I'm going to continue to hammer is Zach, you're addicted. And I'm going to continue to you hammer. You spent more money than me this week. Listen. I want to, and that's what exactly why I'm going to continue to hammer this because now I'm addicted, so I can confirm it's an addiction. I mean, it's not an addiction, man. Definitely I have control of when I spend. I mean, in terms of spending, yes, you have more control than me. That is very, very true. But it's still an addiction. I mean, you you cycle between three. Like the hunt is the addiction. You know what I mean? I'm not saying the, the spending part. I'm definitely addicted to the spending part. But the hunt, that's the addiction. Yeah, he can walk into a store and see something and walk out. That's Apparently true. you can't. Look, that GameCube one. That that <laughs> that one fucked me, bro. Man, Here's I, the thing. I also do the smoter choice. When I see something, I'm just like, I can't pass this up. I don't go, I'm gonna pay full price. I'm I go, I'm gonna lay away this bitch. <laughs> well, whenever you lay away something, it's usually like a single game that's like superly expensive though, like something super rare. At least at least the times I've heard you lay away something, it's like the really rare ones, right? That are usually complete in a box, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the, uh, the the fines that I had that was so much was, you know, just walk into a game exchange, right? And it's just like, the, I mean, shout out to that game exchange because they had like 10 pretty rare GameCube games just all lined up there. And now five of them are immediately. Or just you could have like, laid away all of them all at once. I was just like, no, nah, I'm just going to go ahead. I, I'm a bite the bullet kind of guy when it comes to paying for something where I was like, I just want to get it over with. Like, that's just the person I am when it comes to paying bills or whatever. It's just like, just get it over with, you know? You know, if I can, if I can, if I can't, then yeah, we'll lay away it or make a payment or something. But if I can just go ahead and just fucking bite the bullet and get it done, that's the, that's the mentality that I am. And that's how I was here. I walk in, I see Gauntlet, Dark Legacy, Mario Strikers, you know, uh, Mario Baseball, uh, Double Dash of Fantasy Star Line 3, and they were all complete in box and all cheaper than what they are online. I'm like, I can't walk out without these five, so fuck, fuck me, fuck my life. But hey, here we are. He's still addicted, though, because now I'm addicted. I can confirm that the hunt is an addiction. Just because you got addicted to it doesn't mean he is. He's addicted. You're addicted to the hunt. 
I don't really. I'm I'm not saying you're addicted to the spending. That's me. You're just trying to justify your addiction. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the, trying to the, confirm that it's an addiction. You're for, the worst kind of addict. I'm I'm just confirming to everyone that it, the hunt is an addiction. Once you get pulled in, it's tough to get pulled yourself back out. Here we are. All right. Well, uh, I'm good to hit the music. You guys feeling good? Ready to go? Think sure. Yeah. All right, last thoughts, boys. Like, comment, subscribe, rate, whatever your platform allows. It does help. If you're watching this on YouTube, want to hit that subscribe to help us out build YouTube. That would be fantastic. Then you could also hit that bell to notify you whenever we post anything, like whenever we do our second episode of Spark Park and that show. Thanks. And do everything you said and more. And if you made it to the end, thank you very much. And hopefully you'll come back and see us again next week. Yep, do everything that, that both the boys said. We definitely appreciate that. Uh, go sign up to the website, spark3.com. You sign up for free or sign up five bucks a month. Get early access podcast episodes. Uh, go check out the merch store, sparky3shop.com. Promo code ANNIV for 25% off to celebrate two years of Sparky3. Join the Discord link down in the description below. Uh, go follow us over at Twitter at GameStaticPod, as well as check out the other shows like Animan Plus, a terrible football show talking about movies and stuff, and of course, Spark Park, your one stop shop for BS and nonsense. Uh, we'll be back next week. We'll see what we got on the slate. We'll see if we got uh, some decent shit pop out this week, or if we might like tackle some sort of bullshit topic. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, it's what, the final episode of May before we get into June, which is going to be a very hype month. We've got a lot of good stuff happening next month, so get excited for that. I think the music's about to end, isn't it? Oh. Yep. Yep, yep. All right. Well, give it a sec. Let me build it back up, you know, and then we can give it a proper ending, proper send off. Hopefully, everyone has a great day, whatever day button. you're listening. All right, man. Bye. <laughs>